people. Welcome, Pioneers. We are in Season 3, Through the Eyes of Men, Upcoming Fathers, and I'm really excited about this. I don't know if you guys are, but it has been so good to go from women, and now we're hearing from men. And on here today, we have Bobby. Woo! Hey, Charlotte. How are you? <laughs> so, Bobby, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Bobby. Um, live in Spokane. I've lived in Spokane um, the majority of my life. Um, been married for the past two years to my uh, wonderful wife, Hope. Um, I am in the uh, Army, so that's what I do for work. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to uh, be on and talk a little bit about uh, fatherhood with you. Alrighty. So first question, are you expecting a child or do you want one in the future? Yeah, so not currently expecting a child, but um, we do plan on having kids uh, in the near future. Um, we actually decided to start trying um, a few months ago. So it's been um, it's, it's been a quick change from not yeah. trying to trying, but yeah. Um, yeah, uh, in the in the near future, hopefully. We're getting liberal babies, yes! <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Are you ready to be a dad? Yeah, I think so. Um, it definitely has taken some time. Um, I'm almost 27. Uh, up until the past year, um, I don't think I was ready. Mm. But um, over time and, and talking with my wife and talking with uh, family members and um, some friends that uh, have had kids in the past year or two. Um, I, I do think I'm ready to be a dad. What are you ready and prepared for as it pertains to fatherhood? Yeah, um, I think the whole experience, um, just because uh, my like hope isn't um, pregnant yet, mm -hmm. um, is kind of a little bit unknown. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to be prepared for the challenges uh, mm -hmm. of fatherhood and being a parent. Um, but I think a lot of it um, is going to be learned along the way. Um, and then during uh, pregnancy, yeah. uh, leading up to like the birth of our child, um, I think I'll learn a lot uh, during that time. Yeah. What are you unprepared for? <laughs> I think I'm unprepared for a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I think one of the biggest things that I was thinking about was transitioning from uh, like my, my day to day now into yeah. the day to day of being a dad and having a child. And, um, it's, <laughs> I don't want to say it's kind of like having a dog, but it's like yeah. having a dog, uh, all, all the time yeah. that mm -hmm. needs you to nurture it and, yeah. and raise oh, it and good. take care of it. So, yeah. um, yeah, um, that's just the only thing that I could, I could compare it to, yeah. uh, until we actually have a child, but um, yeah, I think I think a lot of things um, I'm unprepared for, but I, I'm a pretty quick learner. So I think um, along the way, uh, I'll, I'll get more prepared. Yeah. Is your dad in your life and how do you think that will affect your fatherhood? Uh, yeah, my dad is in my life. Um, not as much as when I was younger, um, but we still see each other every now and again. Um and he was, he's always been uh, a big advocate for me uh, growing up and, and becoming a man. Um, so I think he will do a great job um, 
being a grandfather. Um, I know he's, he's excited for it. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think, uh, my dad raised me, um, a very specific way uh, and I wouldn't change a thing. So I think (laughs) if anything, he's going to apply those to, uh, our children. And I think, I really do think it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Could you be a father to someone else's child? Yeah. Um, so up until, up until, uh, (laughs) looking over some of these uh, questions for the interview, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I really thought about it that much, but Mm. I do think, um, I could be a father to somebody else's child. Um, I think that would look like the form of adoption. Um, if that ended up being a calling on, uh, hope and I's hearts, um, and that was meant to be, then, um, yeah, I do think so. Um, yeah, if, some, if something is under my care, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm, I'm all in. So um, I definitely do. I don't think it matters so much about, um, like, blood relation as yeah. it does, like, being there for somebody, yeah. like, as they're growing up and, and being there for them throughout their lives. So fatherhood can be um, not only, like, blood-related, but I, I do think it's uh, more so how you raise your children and be there for them. How many kids do you want? Yeah, I think um, the happy number is three. Um, That's been everybody's consensus. A bit. <laughs> I think what one is one's not enough, and then you, you have the uh, the lone child. Uh, two, two is a good number, but I think three. Um, everything balances out pretty well. So I, I would say maybe three to four. Um, but it's really up to hope at the end of the day, it's, it's her body and yeah. I'm not going to tell how many kids she, she needs to have. At least you're not like Courtney. She said eight. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, ma'am. Yeah, she is. They're bold. <laughs> oh, gosh. How would you handle the death, miscarriage, stillbirth, SIDS, etc. of your child? Yeah, I think... Um, Obviously, it would be a devastating um, experience. Um, I think for me, if that happened, I would just try to be as strong as possible for hope um, and trying to be that pillar Mm. in our marriage and in our our family. Um, But yeah, that would be that would be terrible. Um, But whatever, I mean, life throws at us will. We'll find a way to, to make it work. And if that ends up being um, death, miscarriage, stillbirth, uh, et cetera, um, we'll, we'll push on and, and keep going with life. So, um, yeah, that would, that would be devastating. But I think we would, um, we would find a way through it. Mm-hmm. What traditions do you want to break with your kids? Yeah, I was, I was looking at this a little bit. Um, so growing up, I don't think there was a ton of traditions mm-hmm. my family did that I wasn't a fan of. Yeah. Um, I, I would say one thing for me is I I wouldn't want to force my kids to do something um, they they don't necessarily want to do. So yeah. whether that's sports or um, extracurricular activities at school or something yeah. like that. Obviously, I would encourage them and maybe maybe push them, um, 
that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm not going to force them to do things they don't want to do. Um, that's one thing growing up that I thought um, was a little bit forced on me. Yeah. Um, I grew up playing hockey and baseball. And I, granted, I loved them and I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. But it limited the opportunities for me to do other things. Yeah. And it was partially um, due to being forced a little bit to do those things. And Mm -hmm. then it just ended up being an expectation. So I think that would be it for breaking. Um, But yeah. What traditions would you like to start or continue? Yeah. So start or continue uh, got me pretty excited. Um, (laughs) So yeah, uh, when I grew up, um, my families would have, or my family would have dinner uh, at the dining room table uh, every night or at least a few nights a week yeah. um, until we till we grew up and got a little bit older. But um, that was always really uh, special and important to me after not seeing, like, my parents yeah. uh, most of the day, whether that was school or they were at work. Um, it was nice to have the whole family together um, and, and build, like, our relationships together. Um, another thing, we my extended family um, – that lived in the same town mm-hmm. that did Sunday night dinners. Uh, so weekly dinners together where all of us came together, yeah. uh, grandparents' house. So that, that was really impactful to me. Yeah. Uh, now looking back, um, other things, little things like movie nights and game nights, and <laughs> yeah. setting up your Christmas tree, um, like December 1st or after Thanksgiving. Like those are all things that I grew up with and I loved, and I would love to continue, uh, with, with our kids. Yeah. What is one thing you want your child to know you for? Yeah, I think for me, it's, uh, always being there for them, always being an advocate for them. Um, that is something that my dad has always done a great job with. Um, and I want to pass that on to my kids. Like at the end of the day, um, you're, you're a little, always a little bit self-centered. I feel like Mm -hmm. until you have kids and then they become the center of your world. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're in that season of life where that transition is going to be happening sooner than later. So, um, yeah, I just, I just want them to know I'm, I'm always on their side. I'll always be there for them. Um, Mm -hmm. so that they can, they can grow up and, and have kids of their own and, um, live a wonderful life. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What do you want to impart in your kids the most? Yeah, uh, I think uh, one big thing, uh, again, drawing from past experiences, but... um, work ethic um i think me growing up um not under the best financial circumstances um or uh just basically always having to work hard for everything that i have today um always Mm -hmm. being kind and courteous to people especially people you don't know um parents of friends like always always trying to be 
um, the best version of yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think those are some good uh, characteristics I'd like to impart on my kids. Yeah. Work ethic, um, always being um, being yourself and being and being nice and respectful. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that can get lost um, in the time we live in now. Mm, but yeah. if people are very um, self-centered and and have this uh, like entitlement. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just something I don't, I don't ever want my kids to feel entitled. Um, yeah. So, yeah. What do you have to say to other upcoming fathers? Yeah. So, I mean, as an upcoming father, um, <laughs> I think talk, talking to your um, spouse or your significant other, um, mm-hmm. if you guys just do decide that you want to have kids or you are having kids, um, and maybe it wasn't, um, a clear decision beforehand. Um, just go for it. Um, if you, if you decide you want to do it, uh, just do it. Uh, I think there's no, there's always a better time to do something, but there also isn't a better time to do something. So if, if you really want it, um, just, just start trying, um, as soon as possible because you're going to end up loving it and you're going to wish you did it, (laughs) did it sooner. And then bonus questions. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. What do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? Ooh. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I think it might. I think that it might be a little easier if I was a father. <laughs> but just, just be, be the dad you wish you had um yeah yeah i think i think it's it can be missed uh with work and everything else going on in life like being there and being present when you have time with your kids um is really important Uh, i know that's something that i'm gonna do my best with is not um being being halfway in Mm. whether that's like dinner or spending time with my kids or whatnot, even as they grow up and get older, like I want to be intentional about the time that um, I have with them because it's not forever. And then last question, what do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? Oh, I would say support your husband um, the best you can. Mm. Um, Obviously, in today's day and age, uh, a lot of the gender stereotypes um, aren't as prevalent, and that's yeah. a great thing. Um, so I would say don't feel like you have to do everything yourself. Um, mm, talk true. with your spouse. Talk to your significant other. Yeah. Um, come up with a plan. Be there. Be supportive. Uh, one thing that kind of always has stuck with me um, in and getting to know my wife's family, um, her sister and uh, her brother-in-law. So my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, yeah. um, they have four kids and they prioritize their marriage over everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. making making time to spend with your, your wife and not always focusing on your kids every mm-hmm. second of the day, um, just being very intentional with, uh, your spouse and your marriage um, because I think that can get lost hmm. um, 
once you have kids, um, it can kind of just, you can kind of be numb to it and just forget that, um, you, you love that person and, and you made a commitment to be with them, um, for the rest of your life. So I think just being intentional, um, again with your, uh, with your spouse. Yeah. Mm, that was good. Well, pioneers and beautiful people with that, that concludes this episode. Be sure to be back and catch the next episode. And with that, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. What traditions do you want to break with your kids? Yeah, I was, I was looking at this a little bit. Um, I, I, so growing up, I don't think there was a ton of traditions. Mm-hmm. My family did that. I wasn't a fan of. Um, I I would say one thing for me is I, I wouldn't want to force my kids to do something, um, they, they don't necessarily want to do. So whether that's sports or, um, extracurricular activities at school or something like that, obviously I would encourage them and maybe, maybe push them, um, that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm not going to force them to do things they don't want to do. Um, that's one thing growing up that I thought, um, was a little bit forced on me. Yeah. Um, I grew up playing hockey and baseball and I, granted I loved them and I wouldn't change anything, yeah. but it limited the opportunities for me to do other things. Yeah. And it was partially, um, due to, being forced a little bit to do those things and mm-hmm. then it just ended up being an expectation. So Ooh. I think that would be it for breaking. Um, but yeah. What traditions would you like to start or continue? Yeah. So start or continue, uh, got me pretty excited. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, when I grew up, um, my families would have, or my family would have dinner, uh, at the dining room table, uh, every night or at least a few nights a week yeah. um, until we, till we grew up and got a little bit older. But um, that was always really uh, special and important to me after not seeing like my parents yeah. uh, most of the day, whether that was school or they were at work. Um, it was nice to have the whole family together um, and, and build like our relationships together. Um, another thing we, my extended family, um, that lived in the same town mm-hmm. that did Sunday night dinners. Uh, so weekly dinners together where all of us came together, yeah. uh, at grandparents house. So that, that was really impactful to me. Yeah. Uh, now looking back, um, other things, little things like movie nights and game nights, and <laughs> yeah. setting up your Christmas tree, um, like December 1st or after Thanksgiving, like those are all things that I grew up with and I loved and I would love to continue, uh, with, with our kids. Yeah. What is one thing you want your child to know you for? Yeah, I think for me, it's, uh, always being there for them, always being an advocate for them. Um, that is something that my dad has always done a great job with. Um, and I want to pass that on to my kids. Like at the end of the day, um, you're, you're a little, always a little bit self-centered. I feel like Mm -hmm. until you have kids and then they become the center of your world. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're in that season of life where that transition is going to be happening sooner than later. So, um, yeah, I just, I just want them to know I'm, I'm always on their side. I'll always be there for them. Um, Mm -hmm. so that they can, they can grow up and, and have kids of their own and, um, live a wonderful life. 
What do you want to impart in your kids the most? Yeah, uh, I think uh, one big thing, uh, again, drawing from past experiences, but um, work ethic. Um, yeah. I think me growing up, um, not under the best financial circumstances um, or uh, just basically always having to work hard for everything that I have today. Um, always mm -hmm. being kind and courteous to people, mm -hmm. especially people you don't know. Um, parents of friends, like always, always trying to be, um, the best version of yourself. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. I think those are some good, uh, characteristics I'd like to impart on my kids. Mm -hmm. Work ethic, um, always being, um, being yourself and being, and being nice and respectful. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's something that can get lost um, in the time we live in now, mm, yeah. but if people are very, um, self-centered and, and have this, uh, like entitlement. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's just something I don't, I don't ever want my kids to feel entitled. Um, yeah. so yeah. What do you have to say to other upcoming fathers? Yeah. So, I mean, as an upcoming father, um, <laughs> I think, Talk, talking to your um, spouse or your significant other, um, mm -hmm. if you guys just do decide that you want to have kids or you are having kids um, and maybe it wasn't um, a clear decision beforehand, um, just go for it. Um, mm -hmm. if, you, if you decide you want to do it, uh, just do it. Uh, I think there's no – there's always – a better time to do something, but there also isn't a better time to do something. Mm -hmm. So if, if you really want it, um, just, just start trying, um, as soon as possible because you're going to end up loving it and you're going to wish you did it, <laughs> did it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> and then bonus questions. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. What do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? Ooh. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I think it might. I think that it might be a little easier if I was a father. <laughs> but just, just be, be the dad you wish you had. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think. Good. I think it's. It can be missed uh, with work and everything else going on in life, like being there and being present when you have time with your kids, um, is really important. Uh, I know that's something that I'm going to do my best with is not, um, being, being halfway in, mm. whether that's like dinner or spending time with my kids or whatnot, even as they grow up and get older, like yeah. I, I want to be intentional about the time that, um, I have with them because it's not forever. So. Yeah. And then last question, what do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? Oh, um, I would say support your husband um, the best you can. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, in today's day and age, uh, a lot of the gender stereotypes um, aren't as prevalent. And that's yeah. a great thing. Um, so I would say... Don't feel like you have to do everything yourself. Um, talk with your spouse. Talk to your significant other. Yeah. Um, come up with a plan. Be there. Be supportive. Uh, one thing that kind of always has stuck with me 
um, and, and getting to know my wife's family, um, her sister and uh, her brother-in-law. So my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, yeah. um, they have four kids and they prioritize their marriage over everything else. Mm. Um, so yeah. making, making time to spend with your, your wife and not always focusing on your kids every mm. second of the day. Um, just being very intentional with, uh, your spouse and your marriage. Um, because I think that can get lost. Mm. Um, once you have kids, um, it can kind of just, you can kind of be numb to it and just forget that, um, you, you love that person and, and so you good. made a commitment to be with them um, for the rest of your life. So I think just being intentional, um, again, with your, uh, with your spouse. Yeah, mm, that was good. Well, pioneers and beautiful people, with that, that concludes this episode. Be sure to be back and catch the next episode. And with that, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.